You're listening to a podcast from I'dRatherBeWriting.com. I'm your host, Tom Johnson. In this podcast, I'm talking with Scott Abel and Val Swisher about the new conference they're putting together. It's called Information Development World. You probably know Scott from his site, The Content Wrangler, and Val from Content Rules. Scott or Val, can you tell me a little bit about the conference, such as where is it, when is it, who's the target audience? Well, the conference is called Information Development World, and it's going to be held on October 22nd through 24th in beautiful San Jose, California. And it's really about creating exceptional customer experiences that are centered around content. So the target audience is anyone and everyone who cares about the customer experience. Scott, you want to add? Yeah, I think this is a conference for technical marketing and product information developers. And we define information developers as people who create customer-facing content, customers being whomever they are, right? They're internal and external customers. And no matter what you say about what you do as a company and the content you produce, it does actually create an experience, bad, good, or otherwise, uh, somewhere in between when people consume it. And so our idea is... Why don't we focus on looking at providing the best customer experience with our content and see where that takes us? I think we'll end up in a much different way of looking at content than we currently do today. Yeah, you know, in a lot of companies, there's an actual department called customer experience, right? So you're, are you asking technical writers to uh, try to con- take into consideration some of the kind of customer experience um, I don't know, benchmarks or, or goals? Absolutely. Absolutely. Technical communicators are first line with customers and the experience that customers have in using a product or a service. So it's really critical that all kinds of writers, whether it's technical or marketing or training, what have you, really think about The experience on the other side of what they're doing, it really affects the usability. It affects their uh, enjoyment of the product, their use of the product, their satisfaction with the product. It's really very important. So uh, absolutely, technical communicators need to be very aware of customer experience. And it's not just that. Customer, I mean, that's certainly important, but customer experience is about money. If I'm pissed off at your brand, I'm not giving you any money. I don't care that you've reorganized your help system. I don't care that you've moved to XML. (laughs) This is so irrelevant. These things that our disciplines focus on. So marketers focus on counting things, how many people completed the offer that they've created. They don't have any indication whether or not people are satisfied with what they provided them. That's because support people do that work, and support is disconnected from technical communication, and technical communication is disconnected from training, and training is disconnected from marketing. And so I think my view is that in order to create an exceptional customer experience, you can't exist in silos. And so why Information Development World, the conference for technical marketing and product information developers? Well, that's a great question because what the why is hidden inside the information developer because Companies like IBM, companies like Oracle, PeopleSoft, Juniper are trying to move toward 
stripping away these titles that make us different kinds of communicators. There's no reason for technical marketing and product information to be different. It doesn't have to be. We can write things that are appropriate for the technical channel, the marketing channel, and the product information channel that are shared. We don't have to have all the content be identical, but there's, there's clearly a disconnect when these departments have p human beings working in them that are totally in isolation from one another. So how can we even pretend that we offer a unified customer experience, which might even be a new word for a lot of our audience, a unified customer experience if we don't even talk to each other, we don't work together, we don't share in the uh, responsibility of communicating to our customers. As long as we're in isolation, we're going to end up with these disjointed, confusing customer experiences that are totally preventable by content. So you've touched upon some reasons uh, why uh, the customer experience is, is poor. You mentioned these these silos, people operating independently, not really communicating. Um, can you elaborate? Why does the customer experience uh, usually suck? And when we say customer experience, you know, are we just talking about like one aspect, not just reading? Are we just talking about like reading documentation? Or are we talking about like a more uh, holistic view? Val, why don't you jump in first? Sure. Well, a lot of it goes back to what Scott was just saying. The one of the first problems with customer experience is that it's not unified. So as Scott just said, the tech support people usually have the brunt of a poor customer experience. They're off in their own world trying to make customers happy. The marketing people are on the front end. They're telling stories about what the product or service will do and why it's important and all the counting that Scott described. And then the technical communicators and the training uh, developers are someplace in the middle where they're really focusing on how does this thing work? And when these three stories or four stories don't add up, and they're all very different, and they're not saying the same thing, talking about the same product, you end up with an awful customer experience. You end up with customers not knowing what to do, where to go, how to get help, how to use the darn thing. And it's really important uh, that everybody is talking to each other. That's part of the big driver of information development world is to get everybody in the same place at the same time, listening to each other's issues and how they do things. Lots of case studies, lots of information on how customers, uh, companies actually are at real life handling this problem of customer experience. So it's not just the technical content that people are having trouble with. It's This is a long-standing problem. For years, we've always pointed at, oh, well, marketing sold it this way, and tech doc described it that way, but tech support really has to talk about the way it's working over here. So it's words, it's pictures, it's video, it's illustration, it's animation, it's everything coming together to really create content that just exceeds customer expectations so the customers can be loyal, they can be advocates, and then the company can make more money. Yeah, I mean, once a prospect buys a product or a service, that content they interact with is no longer familiar. 
So think about that. The instructions provided don't look, feel, or sound anything like the marketing and sales materials that introduced them to the product in the first place. Neither does the service contract, the warranty, the customer support website, the product documentation, or the training materials. And there's absolutely no good reason that this content experience should change so drastically in a bad way. So I think that organizations that are starting to recognize the importance of customer experience, and it's not just lip service, when they really do you know, care about the experience they're providing their customers with their content, they start to rethink what it means to be customer-centric. So think about that for a moment. Your organization, chances are, isn't organized around a customer. Instead, it's probably organized the way customers always have been, around some kind of corporate hierarchy. Each department is nestled nicely into a little walled garden. They're protected, they're separate, they're different. They're, they're cut off from the content being produced by other people in the same organization, by the way, funded with the same money from the same investors. But when a company is organized around itself, it's impossible to produce a unified customer experience because the marketers working in isolation from customer support, they have no idea why customers call in the support line or what they're complaining about. The training department creates content without any involvement from the documentation team. And the documentation team has no idea what the folks in sales are communicating to prospects. But if you organize your, your company around the content and the customer, regardless of whoever created the content or for what purposes, you can have a direct impact on the customer experience in a good way. You can discard the old models. You can start to focus on the customers. And I think customers notice in companies that they do this in. Now, eBay, at a recent conference in Ireland, presented um, through Lucy Hyde, their global director of um, content at the time, an interesting statistic that said when customers had a negative experience and then that experience was handled. So eBay is a content com company. Without content, they don't exist. So if there's a negative experience with an existing customer and they take care of that and they address it and they show the customer how they made improvements, that customer becomes more loyal than any other customer who had never experienced a negative experience with the brand. And so I think customers are rewarding us with their loyalty when they see that we heard them and that we're trying to fix the problems that are, by the way, are, are avoidable. Oh, what would you say to tech writers who, who basically say, you know, my, my job is to deliver documentation and all this other stuff related to the customer experience is kind of beyond my stewardship, beyond my even realm of what I care about. Um, you know, how do you get tech writers to care about these larger concerns that are maybe outside their, their defined roles? I, I would say it's time to wake up and get with the program. Um, we really are not in our own little world anymore. We don't write books that people sit in a dark corner with a flashlight and read. Everything is integrated. Products are integrated. Websites are integrated. Content needs to be integrated. And I think this is one of the reasons why I often hear tech writers come to me and say, well, Val, what should, what should I be focusing on? What should I be looking at? What should I be learning? What's the next big thing? And it's, you need to communicate and you need to realize that you play an integral role in customer satisfaction, customer experience, future sales of your company. It's critical that you 
look at what you're doing from the standpoint of how's my customer going to interact with this content? What's that experience going to be? Is it going to help them or am I giving them a lot of details that they're never going to use? Is it in line with the way this product is being marketed and sold? Is the training content related to what I'm doing? Can I perhaps join forces? Can we reuse content? Where is the global uh, enterprise-wide content strategy going? Can we actually make sure we're sharing content or looking at content from a much higher level while still providing the important details that customers need to be able to use a product? So if if you're somehow in a uh, in a vacuum, thinking that all you do is write procedures, um, this is why, you know, those jobs are perhaps not quite what they used to be. And it bows being nice about it. Those, <laughs> I am. <laughs> those jobs are disappearing. I'm, yeah. I'm entertained by this notion that we can somehow protect our discipline by just explaining the value proposition. But the value proposition that we have is expired. The, the value as technical communicators, and I want to point out that this is not what I'm trying to point out, is that this is about technical communication. It's not. It's about communication. So if the marketing department starts to wake up and says, you know what, these customer experiences are disjointed. We have budget. We have influence. We're going to try to deliver the right information to the right people at the right time, at the right language. We're going to try to unify our content. You know what that sounds like? What we've been doing in technical communication in certain circles for the last 15 years. So who are they going to ask? They're not going to ask the technical communicator who won't stand up and say, I have these skills. I know how to do this. They also won't respect a technical communicator who doesn't know anything outside of their own little world. So if you don't get up and understand marketing lingo and what, what it means to close a deal, what it means to convert a prospect, what it means to use analytics to decide what content to provide to the person tomorrow versus what you provided today, then you're missing an opportunity to grow your career outside of being a quote unquote technical communicator. Who cares what it is you're communicating? If you're addicted to technical communication, you should sit there and be a technical writer. But if, you, if you're challenged by using your skills and learning something new, these are great opportunities uh, in companies that are moving toward a customer-centric mentality to showcase what you know about content, not just writing, but about how content could work, how it could be reused, how it could be repurposed, all the things that technical communication um, thought leaders and, uh, you know, kind of the, the great examples of excellent technical communication that have been out in the workplace for the last decade. These are the things that we bring to the table that marketing and product information developers aren't always aware of. And if we do not enter the conversation as the leaders, we will be drug around as followers. So I think it's, it, it behooves technical communicators who don't want to be dr drug around by an organization wherever they think they fit, if they fit at all in the future. I think we should be part of the solution. We should be leading the way. We should be stripping away this nonsense that it's all about tech comm. It should be about comm. Well, it, it sounds like you have a pretty, pretty uh, clearly defined theme and focus for this conference. That's kind of cool. Can you tell me a little bit more about the conference. This is the first time it, it, that this conference is taking place. Um, maybe tell me, you know, why did you decide to 
do this conference and uh, how's it going to be different from maybe other conferences? Scott, you want to take that? Yeah, the reason that we decided to do this is because there are a variety of brands that Val and I have been interviewing in Silicon Valley in particular who had, have already started to strip away these titles. And so they're giving people a new title like information developer or customer experience content developer, content manager, chief content officer. You know, there, there's, there are trends that are starting to be seen uh, amongst big companies that value content as an asset. And they know that without it, they're going to suffer uh, in some kind of negative way. These companies are leading the way, and we wanted to bring them together so that they could all talk to our audience, which, of course, we have three, the technical, the marketing, and the product information development kind of people. We, want, we wanted to showcase people whose full-time job it is to uh, wrangle this content, right? Their job is we recognize that customers are experiencing all this content created in different departments and their experiences are different. Our brand is trying to communicate one brand, not 20. And so we wanted to showcase that there are really people whose full-time job it is to do this, to try to figure out how does the customer experience impacted by content, how, how does it get controlled by the people in training, in translation, in technical communication, in marketing, in HR, and PR? How can we get them to work together? Not to be identical. They still have a very specific intent in their communication. But there's the intent is never, let's confuse the customers. Like, I've never heard anybody make that their goal. Our goal is to produce extremely confusing, frustrating content so our customers will never want to buy anything from us again. And yet there are many customer experience horror stories that you can find, they're easy to find, on the internet um, or on the daily news where something went awry that if you trace it backwards, you'll find that it's usually in an organization that doesn't have full control over their content experience. And so it goes, it goes wrong. And we want to prevent people from going down that path. And the first way to get them there is to have them admit they have a problem. It's like a 12-step program. You have to admit that you cannot create a unified uh, customer experience because you're not talking to each other. <laughs> so the first, the first goal is just to get everybody together and talk to each other. So we've invited uh, people who are responsible for information developers and their management inside large corporations. We've brought in content marketers to talk to us about what they've learned from consumers about content. What do consumers think about it? We've brought in experts to help think through um, these complex topics about how do you create a new authoring environment, how do you get people to work together, um, how do you use different kinds of content to create amazing experiences. Um, do we think that we're going to magically solve everyone's problem after a three-day conference? No. Uh, but the difference here is that we're trying to bring different disciplines together, and we found a, a certain... Uh, formula that seems to work. The people we've brought together, including the presenters, for example, when we get them all on the phone and we talk, we realize that we do come from different places, but we're trying to do the exact same thing. We're trying to delight our customers so they remain our customers. We're trying to convert our prospects so they become our customers, not the competitions. And in order to do that, that's a very serious you know, topic. It's not something to be treated lightly. It's something that makes or breaks an organization. And so we're hoping that our conference will actually um, 
be a great place for people who believe this to come and congregate and find camaraderie, be able to network with others who believe the same thing, to learn how they could go back to their organizations and convince their management to pay better attention to this customer value proposition that we're promising people with our content that we may not be delivering. And on the second, the first op the opening night of the conference, which is October 23rd, we have a customer experience excellence awards reception and dinner. So we created, with the help of the people from Tech World, a customer experience awards uh, program. And uh, we're trying to recognize excellence in customer-facing customer content that supports a positive customer experience. And so this is also our first foray into the awards area. Um, so we're hoping that we can recognize great work so people can see what great work looks like and maybe they can mimic or learn from it. Wow. It, it, uh, it, it sounds like, um, it sounds like it'll be a great conference. It, now you have a lot of speakers, right? Like 70 or 50, how many speakers do you have? We've got approximately 70, but we're adding an additional uh, layer of presenters. We'll, we'll be adding about three, uh, additional rooms to accommodate some of the other uh, things we'd like to talk about. So we've got a, a track dedicated to tools where, we're sh where we will show apps, um, interesting uh, tools that can help you be more productive, as well as tools from the sponsors. We also have a deep dive track that's going to be very specific. So you could expect to see a smaller audience in these sessions, but they will be very particular. So how to use a, a particular product to accomplish a certain thing in a certain market for example. And then we um, also have a uh, kind of an open track right now where we're trying to put people who are really interesting, but maybe talking about tangentially related uh, subjects. We also have a great pre-conference workshop day on October 22nd, where we are offering um, uh, just under a dozen uh, full day con uh, conference presentations that are training sessions. So we have content strategy in a day with Rahel Bailey, becoming a DITA author with Lee White, Understanding Web Content Inventories, Audits, and Analysis with Paula Land. Becoming a Master of Multi-Touch with Apple iBooks Author with Michael O'Reilly, who's an expert evangelist in that uh, software. And Jessica Barkel, who's a designer of iBook Author Templates. So, I mean, you can take a look at the roster, but we have tons of different kinds of um, very specific training sessions, too, to help people who just want to come in and learn something. Maybe they don't need what the conference has to offer yet. Maybe they just need to take a session for a day. And so we're selling pre-conference workshops separately or as a package with the conference. So there's a lot of opportunities to get knowledge that you might need. You forgot to mention uh, one of your pre-conference workshops is Ed Marshall uh, talking about API documentation, right? Actually, there, there are several. So Ed Marshall is doing one on APIs and SDKs called Breaking Into and Exceeding Into a, Succeeding in a Specialty Market. This one was aimed at technical communicators. We also have one for content marketers called Effective Content, How to Make Your Content Findable, Readable, Understandable, Actionable, and Shareable with Ahava LeapTag. We also have uh, Marsha Reefer Johnson, our favorite wordsmith, coming in with Rock Your Readers, Turning Content Coal into Diamonds. We have Steve Fisher, who's from the Republic of Quality uh, from Vancouver and also San Francisco, who's going to do a full day on responsive content modeling. And we have my favorite session, I think, using neuroscience to create persuasive presentations by Dr. Carmen, uh, Carmen Simon, who's a coach uh, of many famous presenters, uh, Ted-style 
TED Talk style presenters who's going to talk to us about neuroscience and um, persuasion and how that plays a role in what we should be doing when we present at conferences like Information Development World or in a boardroom when you're trying to convince people to fund your projects. Well, great, great. Um, just to wrap up, can you tell uh, listeners where they can go to learn more about the conference, register, and any other contact information you want to share? Absolutely. First and foremost, you can go to our website, which is informationdevelopmentworld.com. So on our website, you'll be able to get to the registration link. You'll see all the different presenters and their bios, uh, the schedule as we fill it. Um, and it's important to know that if you register before June 30th, you will get a discounted price on attending. That's great wrap up. We also have a special discount hotel room at the Double Tree in San Jose, which is the venue for the event as well. And this um, room block will sell out. So we are recommending that people who are going to need a hotel room, if you're traveling from afar, go ahead and book your rooms now. We can help you with that as you register for the conference online. There's actually an option that allows you to uh, reserve your hotel room, and uh, we'll actually take care of handling that for you and provide you with a confirmation number. Your uh, credit card won't be charged either, which is good. We've made a deal with the hotel that they won't actually charge you until you check out. So this is a great time to reserve your room and to get a discount on pricing. Yeah, I should just uh, say that putting the conference on in San Jose is a great location, really convenient for me. If the hotel's booked, put a tent in my backyard and you'll be set. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to need to add a barbecue grill to your setup there. <laughs> you might have a few takers. <laughs> oh. Well, this has been great. Thanks, Scott and Val. I appreciate all your insight. I appreciate you guys putting together this conference. I think you both have done uh, tremendous uh, work for, for the tech comm field and kind of bringing together all these experts and driving us towards customer experience to look beyond our little siloed role so thank you um, if people have questions you can uh, you can definitely contact Val or Scott I'll put links in the show notes and again informationdevelopmentworld.com is the website if you want to get more information uh, and sign up so thanks thank you thank you